This episode is brought to you by Playapod, the best cross-platform podcast app for iOS and Android. Just visit playapod.com and download it for free. I have a bone to pick with Elon Musk. And which tech company has stopped innovating? All that and more. Tech 411 starts now. Your personal guide to everything tech. Tech 411. Tech 411 with Oscar Santana and Todd Moore. Salutations. Welcome to a new episode of Tech 411. I'm Oscar Santana. And I'm Todd Moore, and you're listening to show number 172. Thanks for tuning in. Speaking of tuning in, let's get this out of the way right away, Todd, if you don't mind. Our episode prior to this one was heavy on net neutrality. We finally have to have come to some sort of consensus by the federal government. And in my eyes, nothing's happened. Well, they rolled it back. They voted. As we knew, it was going to roll yeah. back. Polarizing topic for our listeners, though. Yeah, we got a lot of feedback. I uh, got some hate mail on that one. Yeah. But uh, you know what? I did the best job I could uh, to fairly represent both sides of the issue. Uh, since then, I've even had discussions with people working for the EFF. And even though the EFF, they they want this uh, Title II reclass, uh, they told me, because I said, well, look, this isn't ideal, is it? What, it? Wouldn't it be better if Congress just took the bright line rules and passed them? Yeah. And we didn't, we didn't have to treat... Uh, internet companies who want to innovate still in this space, we don't have to treat them like a boring electricity company. And they agreed with me. So this is not an ideal thing. The and way it's not that about they... politics. And and to clarify, I know the shtick that's coming around. It's not Breitbart rules. It's Brightline rules. <laughs> the bright, did I say Breitbart? You might have said that. I'm not sure. I don't think so. Check the but, tape. All right, we'll check the tape. So um, it, I was that? with you. I was against you. Then I mm-hmm. then I then I was confused, like many out there. And then I said, "Wow, well, as long as the prices stay the same, I'm a okay with all of this." I still agree. Net neutrality is important. Um, I do not think any ISP in their right mind would attempt to to go against net neutrality at this point because the press would eat them alive. Uh, that's uh, even though we don't have this Title II reclass, which I said before, I think is not the right way to do it. Uh, I think Congress needs to step up and do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm standing by the the last show we did. Um, and I know it ruffled some feathers, but you know what? Uh, there's a lot of hysteria going on in the world. And uh, they rolled it back and my internet hasn't changed. Your internet hasn't yep. changed. Still don't have fiber. Uh, Google Fiber still doesn't want to deploy any more fiber, sadly. Uh, I'm hoping 5G uh, is around the corner, and I think that's going to offer some new avenues of competition. Uh, There are other ways than fiber to get high-speed internet. Our phones actually are pretty good on 4G. With 5G, things will get um, a lot better, and I'm, I'm hoping we can actually have some real competition. And again, I think new technologies are coming out every day and we know 5G is gonna be a gigabit, I believe up to a gigabit, if not more so, which is fantastic. You know, I only have 10 meg upload at my house and I'm living in the city here. So I think we'll be okay. No one died, Mm -hmm. Uh, no one's getting throttled. And what we're seeing from 
a lot of these ISP companies is we're seeing uh, the possibility that they're going to invest in infrastructure, which is what we want, but we also want competition. Uh, I hope that comes. Now, let me ask you this. Uh, you talked in circles just now, uh, for me at least. Uh, and I'm a layman. You know, I consume the product. I'll uh, I'll buy what you're selling. But when people were upset at you, and I know I got a lot of direct messages telling me to tell you to f off that you're, <laughs> that, you're that you're part of the problem. Yes, and, this, and I love I love the one where I was told I, I'm spreading misinformation. Yes, that and you're, when that, I asked that you're fake news, right? That you're fake wrong, news. Yes, I got no answer. Yeah, so, so pe people love to um, yell for no reason. My real question is this. Outside right. of all the politics and big government and regulation, will 5G make this entire conversation not not even it's, it's going to be a blip in the history of net neutrality? Because 5G essentially will give us the speed we need at home, correct? Yeah, I think so. Because, you know, I was talking to a Google lobbyist. This was after the sh we, we did the show. I was talking to him and I said, look, man. I'm confused about Google Fiber. It seems like you guys want to get out of the fiber business. I don't understand it. Uh, you've laid fiber all the way around the globe. I've mm -hmm. seen I've seen the the charts. Yes, they have laid fiber all the way around the globe, and they continue to invest in their in their own Google Cloud and Google Backbone. Um, why don't they just run it a little further and connect to our homes and and really develop that side of the business? What's going on? And he said, we would love to do it. We would love to do it. But at the end of the day, the last mile, that last mile of the fiber is the most expensive. And that's why they're getting out of the game. Have but they're going to have to service what they've built already, right? You don't just shut that down. Well, are they know. Are they rolling all that back? Well, they were for net neutrality. And the only reason I, I see that is because they just want to get out of the business altogether. The regulations are just too expensive when you're dealing with uh, all these different local counties and different laws and applications and, you know, regulation makes it difficult to, to lay that one mile, that last mile of fiber to your home. It's just very expensive to do. Uh, the coarse fiber is expensive as well, but I, I think just, just getting the permits, man, it's, it's the worst. It would be better to set up your own cell tower uh -huh. and get 4G, 5G, and become an ISP that way. And maybe it'll happen. I haven't I read can't anything. even get a callback from Miss Utility and I'm in the nation's <laughs> capital. All right. Really? No. Like oh, I call them. They're like, dig? Yeah, I got to dig. And all I'm trying to dig is a little sprinkler system because my grass is dying because I live in a, a place oh. where grass doesn't grow. And I called them three weeks ago and they said they'll stop by and, and spray whatever orange or green spray paint yeah. just to tell me where the line is. I got dick in my backyard. Excuse my language. Well, um, I'm with you, man. And, and I had to, I had to call Miss Utility one point, yeah. and I was just blown away at all the spray paint lines right? and running all over the place in also, my yard. Tell me, and, and tell I'm like, me what well, it no means. No wonder it's so hard yes. to like lay fiber and dig in the ground. So maybe over the air is the Don't way to go. Don't you also think at this point there should be some sort of X-ray app that just says, "This is where you don't dig, dummies," <laughs> right? Because yeah. I had I had the thermal, um, I think it was by, by FLIR. FLIR, which is a known company for thermal uh, imaging used by the military initially, but now uh, brought into the to your initial overall household products, right? So I get yeah. this FLIR 
adapter for my iPhone. This is when I first bought my uh, Spite House, which is essentially turning into a money pit. I took the FLIR adapter, jacked it into my iPhone, and I said, well, I wonder where all these heat pipes are going. I pointed the camera towards the floor, and I saw my pipes running underneath the hardwood because they were putting out heat, made it very clear. Why is that not possible now? Mm, well, a lot of times it's four feet underground, so that's not going to be putting off a lot of heat. I know. I, know, I, I get. I get the. Like, I guess the logic. I want you to think outside the box and say, what's going to change that? Right? Are we going to have to just? Is there a special mat that you're going to have to create that says I'm going to radiate whatever I need to radiate so I can get some sort of tone back to see these pipes? I don't know what to say to that. Sonar. How do we know that something's out there? How did the Red October find the uh, the Russian sub? They found them <laughs> with sonar. Why are um, we doing this? You, you might be onto something. Maybe there's a, a new product we come out with. Well, I, I certainly don't have the time, but I'm just telling you that, that we're behind the times of Miss Utility, and she's going to be out of business soon. And when she's pink slipped, you'll know why. You're already so, here first. Yeah. Get around Miss Utility. Buy our new sonar product. Speaking of new products. Talked about mm. this briefly on the Michael Mara show. We want to take a, a quick deep dive with you. Elon <laughs> Musk, right? <laughs> deep dive. Known yes. for Tesla. SpaceX. He's dating Johnny Depp's ex-girlfriend. Kind of weird in my eyes, but that's fine. She seemed a little crazy, but who am I to judge? Super hot. They're dancing at clubs in LA till 3 a.m. You know he doesn't want to do that. Oh, my God. All over TMZ. I didn't Next know. thing I you know, he's selling hats for the boring company, and then he's selling blowtorches. Blowtorches are flamethrowers. It's the same difference, right? Flamethrowers, no, blowtorches. No, blowtorch goes about four inches in front of the nozzle. Okay. Flamethrower, we're talking like five feet. Okay. What the F is he thinking? It's a lie. Sold out. It's, Dude, it's a, he's sold doesn't out. Doesn't matter. It's a liability. There's going to be one a hole that's going to try to uh, uh, blowtorch. They are flamethrow yeah. their uh, driveway, and they're going to catch their house on fire. It comes with a free fire extinguisher. <laughs> uh, did you order one? No, they're sold out. They sold 20000 before I even found out about it. Uh, they were selling for $500 a pop. That means he raised $10 million on this little PR stunt. This yeah. Incredible. Okay. In regards to your liability, this is under the boring company. It's yeah. not under Tesla. And uh, guess how much the boring company makes? How much? Like zero. I mean, all they're doing is digging holes in the ground. They don't have a. Well, they got like, the. This will be the first money they make. They got the thumbs know? up from. They got the thumbs up from uh, the company in Maryland. I mean, how can you go wrong there? Yeah. Well, that, they, the Maryland I government think, gave them literally ten miles and said, "Dig away, man. Let's prove this concept together." I think he ultimately wants to dig a hole from New York to DC and San Francisco to LA. And yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. I think it's just a PR stunt. <laughs> okay. Can I, okay. Speaking of this and, and be honest with you, you got a good marketing mind, right? I hope so. You do. I believe I leave it. I, I think some of our best ideas have come together with Jack and diets and just hanging out and being like, <laughs> Oh, this might work. And it works. Do you feel that there is some sort of fatigue, especially when it comes from these Kickstarters or um, like niche buy a hat for 20 bucks, especially when it comes from billionaires that are building rockets and $100,000 vehicles? 
Like you can only ask for so much, correct? This is the future. You get a few million followers on Twitter. You create a stupid product. You tweet about it. You sell it. Done. Yeah, but it's the future for rubes that are one and done. It's not the future. I think you 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 become low rent, and you you fall into this trap of maybe the juice wasn't worth the squeeze if you're se- if you're selling flamethrowers and hats for some sort of fundraiser for a company that you didn't necessarily need to start. <laughs> yeah. Well, he started the company. Uh, because he wanted to get to the airport faster from his LA office. Well, he wants to be able to drive his car fast. He can't drive his Tesla fast. It's just too much traffic and he's, and he's pissed. And to be honest with you, I've said this, uh, to many people who come to me with ideas. I think the best ideas are the ones where it solves a problem that you personally have. I tell your story all the time to people. And that I think is the is why I had success with the the white noise app. Okay, solving a problem I had. Per, Sleep. Per, perfect. Okay, perfect segue. Then yeah. you're Todd Moore, the founder of White Noise, right? Mm-hmm. Are you gonna sit there and say, "Ah, I got a wild hair. I'm just gonna uh, put together uh, ten uh, white noise pillows that I make in my house with some foam and say that they they have some uh, super polymer that the astronauts yeah. use yeah. and then put up online and then make what? Let, let's say you make $100,000 high end, right? Because they're just collector's items. I think that F's with your brand because your brand isn't pillows. <laughs> right? Uh, it's about sleep. Doesn't that relate? Yeah, but your brand is about software, right? You're saying that the the flamethrower has nothing to do with the board. It's a distraction. Oh yeah, that's it what totally it is. is. But it's a PR stunt. That's what it but is. But he doesn't need any more PR. I'm not hating. I'm just saying. I like it. I think it's stupid and it's fun. Okay. You know. Is it okay? Maybe again. He I called I, his company the boring company. That's hilarious. I, it, I think it's like, it's like Vandalay Industries. Show. I'm with you. I get it, <laughs> man. I, I, you want to be my latex salesman? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you want to be my intern? Let's throw this oil, this, uh, this 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 ball out the window with oil and see what happens. You know what? I like it. The guy is super rich. Uh, he doesn't act like the, the typical Tim Cook, Bill Gates, and who's the Amazon guy? Okay. That's uh, Bezos. Jeff, Jeff Bezos. Bezos. He yeah. doesn't act like these these other billionaires. He's still like a kid just having fun. Uh, again, I, and I, he's like trying to go to Mars as well. It's Todd, awesome. I agree with you, right? Why are you hating on him? No, so I'm, much? I'm not hating on him. I'm what, what I I guess what upsets it's offensive. What upsets <laughs> what upsets me is a but man as a man upset. I respect, right? Yeah, that can barely yeah. get effing Model Threes out the door. I know. Barely do that. I right? hear you on that. He needs to get that problem solved. Like, really. let's stop making hacky, hokey flamethrower videos and get more Model 3s on the road because there's people that have $1,000 waiting to spend another 50 And if you're a stockholder, you're like, okay, you keep on missing your deadlines. That's not helping anyone, bud. He has 18.4 million followers on Twitter. So We're um, all Russian bots. That's alleged. <laughs> I, I just... I, I think you do this fun stuff. I think you have these fun creative outlets when yeah. you're when every facet of your real business is running on all on all eight. Like you when you're when you're shipping out model threes, when you're 
Uh, Titan rocket is actually, uh, you know, launching correctly and the, and they're landing correct. Like you do this when everything's going well, not well, I, because you're bored and you want to do something on the side. Well, things are going well for him. Where are my, where are my model threes? Some people say that's a good problem to have when demand is above supply. Todd, if you go on <laughs> Auto Trader right now, a Model 3 is being sold for $83,000. What? You know why? Because there are not enough Model 3s on the road. I know. They should know. be. They're a year late, and everybody's wondering, when is this guy going to get his act together? I know. And I, I do agree in the sense that it took so long for, the, for him to get up and going with the Model S and now he's already introduced the Model 3 and a Mack truck and who knows what else. Uh, he sells the dream. I believe in it. And he, and we haven't talked uh, at length in some time simply because we've just been so busy. But I went to a Tesla dealership in Florida as my brother was looking for a new vehicle over the holidays, right? We get into a Model X. We go, uh, we go hyper speed or whatever, ludicrous speed. I felt nice. like I was going to die. It was pretty amazing. Then we get into a Model S. Awesome. And then we asked to see if there's a Model 3. They don't have a Model 3 because nobody has them at that point. It's right before Christmas. Then mm. we go back to configure the car. You're selling $100,000 vehicles in the Model X. And, and as you're selling them, you say these will be available in March, right? Mm -hmm. There's a clear supply chain issue. I guess that's where it burns me. If someone's willing to buy, not me, but if my brother-in-law is willing to buy a $100,000 vehicle, right before the new year mm -hmm. and he needs it to be delivered before the new year for tax implications, right? Yeah. You still get that credit. Yes. To get that credit. $7,500. Yes. And you can't deliver because you have supply chain issues. Stop yeah. building flamethrowers and selling <laughs> hats. I mean, he's building rockets. He's building solar panel roofs. He's got his hands uh, on a lot I'm, of things. I'm, and they all integrate with each other because if if he – look, the fact that he owns Solar City now and Tesla does, Solar City feeds Tesla. Tesla feeds the – what is it? The super – what are they called? The supercharging stations the um, across the country that they built. You, you, you can actually charge your car for free if you built – Superchargers? Yeah, the superchargers, that mm -hmm. network across the country is brilliant, right? That yeah. – all that electricity is going to be – essentially sold back into the grid yeah. and everything integrates. But it, but as I sat there in the showroom and my brother-in-law wanted to buy this model X and they're like, I know you need it before the new year, bad news, late March, if we're lucky and you walk out with no car, I'm like, well, how many people are going through this? Yeah. It's just, it's not easy to build a, uh, an automobile company overnight. I get it. And it, and he's it wasn't, had, he's had it's 15 years. years. Is it 15? Almost 15 because he had the Roadster before that, that before the S was even built. Well, before that, you know, nobody has been able to create a, a brand new automobile company. Yeah. There hasn't been much. He's had tremendous True. success when you look at I all the, the failures. The, the karma there. died. Everyone thought that was going to work. It looked damn yeah, cool. It's a beautiful car. Didn't work out. No. It's not easy. And also. Not easy to go to Mars either. Uh, not, <laughs> He's not taking e on some tough I, problems. I, I know. But then, and this is what also drives me nuts. And I'm sorry. I'm happy we're doing this show and I'm monopolizing it and I apologize. Porsche is coming out with their e-Porsche, their electric Porsche, right? Same type of performance, uh, not as the Tesla, but as the Porsche brand is concerned. 
the price point is similar, so it's not out of the stratosphere where you're like, I'm not going to buy this electric Porsche because clearly it's cost too much. At a certain level, it's cheaper than the uh, P100, which is the highest level of the Model S Tesla. There are now competitors in this space. If there's ever a time to fight for your market share, it's now. Yeah, that's not true because he wants other manufacturers to build electric cars. He said that. That's why he's he's open sourced his patents. He yes. Go after anybody. Yes. He wants there to be more charges because he still wins off Solar City and the solar panels and and on the houses and everybody's charging their cars. Yes, you're right. I yeah. stand corrected. And he's trying to change a whole industry. I just we're it, a, it really we're, upsets me when I look at that uh, the electric Porsche and I'm like, eh, that looks better than a Tesla. Well, if I had a thing. choice, I would buy that car. You can't beat the car when it comes to performance. Nobody can beat the car. How many of these drag races have you seen? Nobody can beat the Tesla. Not yet. And uh, I, don't, I don't know if you knew this, but Tesla just got approval to do the autonomous with, driving. The, no, with Formula One, they're going to be racing electric cars oh, now. Damn, I did not know that. And this is it's kind of interesting. So yeah. whatever the group is that oversees Formula One racing. Um, they just got approval for creating a whole new uh, a class new, of new racing. line. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, electric cars. So it's going to be amazing. Oh, I take everything things, back. I said then you're absolutely these right. Things are are you can't beat them. Uh, they are so fast. They handle so well because they have such a low center of gravity with the battery packs on the bottom of the car. It handles like it's on rails. Nobody can beat this car. It's going to be exciting. And and to his point, he just wants the industry to get off. Fuel, and I'm, and, I'm all for but, that. But man. he also I'm has a stake because essentially he owns the infrastructure for this. No, but he doesn't fuel. want to own everything. He's not. Again, he's not going to become a patent troll and sue no, everybody. No, 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 no. But he, um, what I'm saying, Todd, is you're right. Is that if you buy an electric vehicle and you need to recharge, he's built the infrastructure for it. And at, we had this whole uh, case study in business school where, okay. He gave away the patents, but you know what that means? And this, I'm actually coming full circle with you. He gave away the patents, which means more electric vehicles are going to be built by other manufacturers, yes. which in yes. turn are going to need charging. He owns all the supercharging, the entire supercharging network across the country. He's already built that infrastructure. And mm -hmm. now he owns his brother and, and the companies together now own Solar City. So if you want right. to charge at your house, you're going to use that same system so they all feed each other. Right. And he did this because he was tired of the naysayers going, well, you know, even if you charge a car with electricity, you're still burning coal to charge a car. So he's like, you know what? F you guys. I'm going to put in uh, superchargers all over the, all over the world and they're going to be charged by the sun. Like yes. that was his way to powered to by the sun. Yeah. Shut the naysayers up. And so he's invested in, in battery technology and solar panels and, and that is his his future and I think it's great. Look, I'm I, I wanna save the environment. I wanna protect the planet and that's the best way that you can do. Move move the manufacturing plants back to America and use solar to okay. charge your cars. It's brilliant. I love it. Now I have another question for you. And I want yeah. you to honestly answer this because I know you're in uh you're in cahoots with one of these companies, but try to be uh impartial. Okay. Who has stopped innovating, Apple or Google? <laughs> uh, I'm going to say Apple. Why? 
Well, for one, they're, they announced that speaker product. The HomePod? Yeah. How many years ago was that? <laughs> and they still like haven't delivered. Yes. And I'm, I imagine it's going to be a big flop. It's too expensive. And $350, nowadays, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. Every, and nowadays, everybody's got these $29 Amazon or Google devices. They have won the home automation. Apple had a leg up. They were the first to come out with like an API for home on and nobody did it because Apple makes it so difficult to work with. Nobody wants to use them. Mm -hmm. So that's why it didn't explode until Amazon came out with the echo and all the skills and all that. And then Google said, all right, we, we, we're going to race as fast as we can to catch up. And they did. So Google's been innovating. I bought their Wi-Fi router pack. It's a three router pack, and it's a great product. I'm, I've got routers on three floors of my townhouse. Uh, the Wi-Fi works good. The app is awesome. I can launch the app, and I can measure the speed of all the devices on my network. It's easy to use. And then you look at what Apple's doing. They, they canceled their router. They never did anything with their stupid router, which, by the way, it blew up, and that's why I had to replace it. I had the uh, the Apple router and then went with the Google, and it's just – I don't know. I like the products that Google um, are coming out with, and I think they're, they're products that people people are going to like and people want. You know, They're making the cheaper speakers. They're doing the Home Assistant, which, by the way, that OK Google system mm -hmm. with uh, – of course, my phone just went off. Uh, works great. You can ask that device to do anything and it understands you way better than the Amazon product. Now the Amazon product has a lot more skills, can integrate with a lot more different uh, devices in your home, but oh man, that Google machine learning is up to something, man. Cause it, you can just tell it anything and it does it. The one question I have about that is I've heard that there are issues with the voice recognition though. No. And you're because, and, and I'll give you an example. You can say Alexa or Google, regardless, this is interchangeable. I just had this conversation yesterday where, and say, turn on bedroom lights. But if you say, um, please turn on the bedroom lights in a different cadence or a different sentence, it won't do it. It's still learning. Have you had that, this issue? Well, I mean, yeah, they, they're all still learning. And truthfully, in, in the, in terms of, of the technology, the more things you add to it in terms of recognition, the harder it becomes. You know, okay. it's, it's easy to go, hey, turn these lights on, turn the kitchen lights on. Yes. That's easy. What's hard is when you really give it some challenging tasks. Give like, me an example. Well, like uh, last night I said, uh, hey, Google, I want you to play this YouTube video from 1980 that – was starring Sally Struthers because mm -hmm. I remembered this old infomercial and, and I said it just like that and boom, it turned my TV on It went to this YouTube. It played this old infomercial by Sally Struthers. Do you want to make more money? Sure. We all do. Yes. And I was like, wow, that actually worked. And that's, that's why they're so far ahead. And now Google's got these $29 mini devices. It's just amazing does, what you can do. Does Google own a grocery store? No. That's where I think Amazon wins. Okay. Why? I, because if you have to use Amazon or Alexa at every facet of your life, whether it's getting food for the home, 
ordering products off Amazon.com and essentially building them into your ecosystem. You can do more with the Alexa product that you can't do with the Google Home. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to shopping, obviously. Do you go to Whole Foods? No, when you usually. When you go to Whole Foods now, as you're walking by the tangerines, they have a rack of dots, Amazon dots, that are mm. on sale because they just want them in every room in your home. <laughs> I know they do. It's scary, man. Big brother. They're big, listening. big brother. But yeah, yeah, you're right. So yeah, online shopping, big deal. Most of the time when you're in your home, uh, you're not ordering groceries, although I'm sure that will be the future. That's the only way Shannon, and then she doesn't order anything for me, but all I see is yogurts in the fridge. And she does it literally through the app, and it comes straight to the house. It's crazy. She uses the app, but not the Echo. She doesn't use that. Well, the, the Echo's overrated. I have version one. Version one is okay, right? And especially if you have a Sono system. That's why I also think the Apple HomePod is going to be garbage. Wow. Why would you buy another speaker for your home? Yeah, an expensive one. Sonos has cornered the market. And I hear they don't even, the current version of Apple's speaker doesn't even synchronize across rooms. Like you couldn't put two in there to make it yeah. stereo. And Sonos has adopted Spotify and Alexa. Like you can use everything. They, they said, okay, we're not going to fight them. We're just going to integrate them into our hardware. Mm -hmm. That's what's, that this is this whole battle. Yeah. And, and look, if you're listening to the show right now, God bless you. Uh, we, my fight that I that I guess and the confusion I have is, they're all fighting for the same space. When is someone going to tap out? Because Apple is clearly late to the market. They're not bringing. Yeah. It doesn't seem like they're bringing anything special. I, I you know, I'm probably going to pick up one of these speakers just because I'm a rube and I'm on Apple Mark. No, don't pick it. What? Don't waste your I've money. I've got a hole in my soul to fill with gadgets. All right, that's uh, what I do. Please. But that speaker's a joke. Again, why, why don't, I mean, Motorola was smart enough to bow out. But then next thing you know, I see them coming out with another phone. Yeah. And, and by the way, Google owns Motorola. No, oh, I thought they sold it. They sold the patents off or something. No, they kept the patents. They sold the Motorola. They wrote the phone. Too many people are making phones. And then these, these, <laughs> these chi this Chinese company, Hiwai, or whatever, is coming into town. And no one's giving them any run because the government said yeah. it's antitrust rules. Yeah, those guys were big at CES. They had a big display. And yeah, they're, they're pushing hard for this market. You know, they got boned because they had a big deal with AT&T that had been like rubber stamped. Mm -hmm. And as soon as they got to CES, they got the old, hey, uh, remember we said you, we could sell your phones through AT&T and the government signed off? We've pulled back on that. I know you got your big booth and all, but that's not going to happen. Go ahead and show off your hardware, but no one's going to be able to buy your phones anywhere anytime soon. Hmm, I didn't hear that. Yeah. So they're, they're not able to sell? Well, I mean, they can sell individually, like at a Best Buy, but AT&T was going to do, uh, you know, that would have been a big influencer to, hey, you get a free phone. I'm just going to call it Hi-Wise. But this phone, it's supposed to be damn good. They had a tentative deal. They, they had a tentative deal with AT&T as a huge influencer to start, like, giving these away with, with, with data plans and phone plans. And it got pulled, the, the, the entire deal got pulled, the rug got pulled up, out from underneath them right as they were getting to CES. Isn't their gimmick kind of like $300 phones that are pretty high end? Yeah, because they're like made the, in the sweatshops, good. in Shenzhen, like the, the, supposedly. <laughs> well, that, that is all edged. Uh, that's where everything is made. Yeah. All right.
Tell me about CES before you leave and you give me your app of the week. I was there mainly for business. So we, we got to share a booth with Arlington County. They had a booth there. And, and so we got to grab people walking by and, and, you know, show them white noise. We had a whole little display set up. Share your wares and goods. Yeah, and then I went around and I talked to a lot of the sleep manufacturers. You're bringing up pillows. I actually was talking to a lot of these guys about possibly doing something. Teaming you know, up. Teaming up. Yeah, man. Some kind of media buy. So it was mostly business. Uh, we got to see some cool cars, a lot of cool tech. Uh, if, if you're curious about some of the things I saw, just visit the Tech 411 page on Facebook. I posted a lot of funny products that were coming out, uh, some cool products like ones that fold your laundry, things to make beer. So I posted a lot of the fun ones I saw Perfect. Uh, to the Facebook page. Did so you uh, see the, the razor thin television? Yeah, by that was LG, right? LG, signature. So yeah, that's that's some cool stuff, man. We're, where they're making the screens so thin you can just roll them up. Uh, that's gonna be amazing. Of course, everything looks great. Um, Is it worth the seven thousand dollars? No, of course not. Right? No. Though no. I will say OLED is remarkably. You like your iPhone X screen? Yes, it's gorgeous. Now I have a report here that it takes seventeen hours for an image to burn in on your iPhone X screen. Tests have shown, so make sure you're not displaying the same image. For 17 hours, of course, that's at max brightness. Same problem with the Pixel 2 and um, the Samsung, latest Samsung phone. These OLED displays uh, have burn in. Got to be careful. How is your uh, your Pixel 2 treating you? I still like it, man. I still like it. I, I like how the, the with the OLED, you can have an always on screen. So the clock time is always on the screen. It doesn't burn your battery. Mm -hmm. like the regular leds you know you have to you have to power every pixel which is very expensive oled you can you can just enable a certain part of the screen to be active and that's really one of the biggest benefits other being very crisp and the the downsides of course is the angle you look at it things get a little bluish um that can be annoying but uh other than that the phone's just rock solid have you gotten used to the no headphone jack no I have so many headsets that I just sometimes want to plug in, but I will say I bought the Google Pixel Buds, and those things are great. Mm -hmm. um, the, the audio is great. I remember we had a phone call. It was, I was shocked uh, you were actually heard. on your earbuds because I was like, you sound like you're on the phone, which is excellent. Yeah, I mean, it just works great. I I'm, I like, uh, I guess I got beat up in the press uh, a lot. What were the I, knocks? I didn't see. They, they, kind of like uh, how well it fit in your ear, okay. uh, things like that. And I kind of like how it has this little draw loop where you make a loop with the cord because mm -hmm. they're both connected by a cord so you don't lose them. And you use that same cord to kind of create a loop that makes it stay in your ear and it works really well. I don't know, man. I, I kind of like them. Some things that are annoying is like as soon as you touch the right one, everything is controlled by the right yes. one. If you Even if you like accidentally touch it or whatever or you're just trying to reposition it, it's constantly bringing up the Google Assistant. So that can get annoying uh, if, you don't, if you're putting them in your ear for the first time because mm. then it's like Assistant is just going crazy. Uh, but overall, I really like them. I recommend them. What's I the cost? Uh, let me check. 
I think they were like two hundred bucks, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they were because the um, the iPhone buds are one sixty nine after taxes. I know that because I bought them for my fiance or my wife now. Really weird to say, and she didn't buy me one, so I just stare at hers. Hundred sixty bucks at Best Buy is what I'm. There saying. you go. So competitive uh, analysis. <laughs> I will say when I first got it, it, it was kind of difficult to set up. It's supposed to be you just open the thing up and it works. Uh, I, re- I remember getting a little frustrated, but once I got it set up, it's been pretty good. Well, I'm happy you like it, man. I'm definitely going to have to try to get into the Apple Buds to see what they're about. Everyone I talk to, and we've had um, actual Skype conversations with people with those Apple Buds on, mm-hmm. and since they have the stereo microphone, it almost sounds like they're not on some sort of Bluetooth. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. No, the quality is really good. So um, I'm happy with it. I got a cu- couple quick uh, news articles we can just run Please. through real quick before we get to apps of the week. Twit, you know, Twit, uh, Leo Laporte's uh, yes. show. He he does uh, This Week in Tech. Well, Twit is suing Twitter alleging breach of contract and trademark infringement. Oh. Yeah. What could what the hell could Leo Laporte be suing them for? And why would you want to sue Goliath? <laughs> I mean, I like Leo. I want him to win, but what It's Leo's mark, I guess. I'm kind of shocked that he's he's suing Twitter, but I'm going to be watching this. It's over trademark because he has Twit this week in tech. Yeah. And then, I mean, I think Twit isn't Twitter's stock symbol, Twit. So I I know that Twitter has been using it. And I think Leo originally uh, gave them approval as long as they never got into the podcasting space. And I think that's what, um, uh, now that Twitter's announced it's bringing original premium video content to its platform. Yes. That's what you know. This is about. Okay, Twitter stock uh, symbol is T W T R. Okay, thank you. Yes. Uh, so no, this this has to do with the fact it's that the media sharing. side that they're actually getting into the media side, which is essentially infringing on their gentlemen's agreement. Right. And that's what they, uh, I think, they originally. Discussed. By the way, twenty six dollars, not so bad, because I um, thought they were going to die on the vine. Twitter is not going anywhere. Five years ago, when I got into Twitter, it was at forty-three dollars. Now twenty-seven. No, I got out. I, you know, I took that tax incentive. Uh, Fifteen ninety-eight is the lowest. When I said, "Well, they're dying," now they're up to twenty-seven. Huh, Twenty-six, not bad. As of February second, twenty eighteen. Was there fifty-two low? Uh, fifty-two week low. Let me pull it right back up here, Todd. I got this for you on this wonderful phone. <laughs> Uh, 52 week low is going to be 25. No, no, 1412. So they're on the 14. move. Oh, wow. Yeah. Should have bought it 14, dude. Look for that candlestick. <laughs> Whatever that means. Technical indicators. I love them. Yes. Of course, there's the CPU thing. I don't really have anything to add to that. The Intel CPU issue. Everyone's freaking out about. Uh, you're mining now, right? Uh, so I ran into a buddy of mine who's been mining Bitcoin. When I say Bitcoin, I mean all the coins. Yeah. Because uh, I was like, well, now I told him I said Bitcoin. Why? Why do you care? Because it's, it takes so much CPU, GPU. Uh, you need dedicated hardware to mine it. These Cryptocurrencies. Days. And uh, he's like, no, I'm mining all the other ones. And so, so there's all these other coins yeah, yeah, that Ethereum. you can mine. Yep. 
and so it comes down to this and he's kind of a geek. He's a, he's an app guy like me, but mm. he measures, he, he has these outlets that he can measure all of the electricity consumption across his entire house. Mm-hmm. And so he's got this really high end, uh, like Nvidia graphics card and his yeah. gaming computer when it's not, when he's not using it for gaming, he's just running it. And it turns out he's able to make like 10 or 12 bucks per day on $3 of electricity. Next time so, you talk to him, ask him if he's accounting of how quickly he's burning out his NVIDIA card. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and that'll be interesting. So anyway, he told me what he was doing, his setup. And I was like, you know what? I got I got office space here in Arlington. Yeah. That I get free electricity. Yeah. Got some extra PCs. Let me just That's the throw, dream, man. Build it. Throw a mining crew together. And uh, so, yeah, now I'm mining a few of the coins. I know a few guys that uh, are into this business. I'm clearly not. Um, but they said that the name of the game is to buy the card. It burns out, I would say, 10 times faster, the NVIDIA card. And then if you're within the 30 days of the warranty, you get a new card. That mm. is alleged... And that is clearly gaming the system and probably borderline illegal, but that's what I've heard. Interesting. Yes. Who knew crunching numbers with a computer would make money? Well, I'm I'm, I'm hoping all, all the best, man. I hope your mind uh, you know blows up. Oh and yeah, yeah. Does yeah. everything it needs to do. I'll let you know when I retire. Yes. Speaking uh, of retiring, let's talk about apps of the week. Let's do that. Why don't you start? Because you've got a doozy of all doozies. All right. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to be plugging an app. Uh, that I just finished. It's called Play a Pod, and I've been working on it for over a year. Uh, I've got a few of you, uh, a few of the listeners that have been helping me test it. Beta testers have had a couple hundred beta testers, and we're we're ready. It's launching. It's launching today, Monday. When you're hearing this, you need to go to the Apple App Store, download Play a Pod. Go to the Google Play Store, download Play a Pod. Try it out. I've spent so much time, so much money building this. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to make any money off of it. There's no ads. There's zero ways for me to monetize it at this point. This is a passion project. Can you explain why, and this is where I come in, Todd, explain <laughs> yeah. why you built this. I built it because I'm not happy with any of the other podcasting apps uh, on iOS. Everyone has been contacting me going, iOS 11 sucks. They mm-hmm. broke the app. When will Play a Pod be released? I had about 200 people sign up just from iOS users that are pissed yes. about what Apple did with the app. They I don't like I the heard, current offering. I know Chad Dukes voiced his concern about yes. that on Twitter. Yes. I saw that people are upset. People are upset. They want an easy to use app. And for me, I had a, a few features that I wanted that no other podcasting app has. I think I'm going to call it uh, the atomic progress bar. It shows you exactly the areas of each episode that you've listened to, that you've skipped over, that you've favorited, put bookmarks on. It's fantastic. And you can just quickly look at all your episodes and you know exactly what you've listened to, but more importantly, synced to the cloud across all your devices. It's absolutely fantastic i can't wait man i can't wait so monday is the day we go we download we review you're listening to this we do this monday that would be that'd be february 5th yes you're correct right yes look at that rough math all right we're all in play a pod 
I'm not even going to give an app of the week because I'm doubling down on Play a Pod. Woo! I show, appreciate that. Show my boy Todd Mortomo. Uh, show him some love. Tell yes. them that Tech 401 sent them. Do what you need to do. Would love to see this app become what it should be, not just because Todd's a friend, but it also benefits every other show we work on because we are a family here. And yes. also, uh, I've seen what Todd's gone through just to just to get this app to where it is today, and it's been a labor of love and a labor of frustration at times as solving everyone's problems isn't easy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's it's been nice because the first thing I did was solve my own issues yes. with podcasting apps. And then I went to all the beta testers and I'm not even done. There are so many features that that I want to add to this. But at some point, Oscar, you have to pull the trigger. Yep. And you got to launch. You yep. got to launch this thing yep. and see what happens. Not a blowtorch, just an app. <laughs> Let's hope it, it doesn't melt down like a flamethrower. Absolutely. Yeah. Play a pod. Play a pod. Download it on Monday when you're listening to this. Yes. All right. right. At Oscar Radio on Twitter. Find me there. I'll tweet once a week. It'll be nice. (laughs) And you can follow me at Todd Moore on Twitter as well. That's it for our show. I hope you enjoyed it, and we'll see you next time. Ciao, ciao. This is the sound. This is Tech 411. Hey, you. Yeah. Yeah, you. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to you. Gotcha. This episode is brought to you by Playapod. Playapod. The best cross-platform podcast app for iOS and Android. That's the best of both worlds. Nice. Just visit playapod.com and download it for free. Got it. Do it now. Playa. Don't wait. Mm-hmm. You should actually be listening to this podcast on Playapod. Playapod. The preceding program was brought to you by More Broadcasting. For more information, visit us at morebroadcasting.com.